Blog Talk Radio. Aloha and welcome to Talking Pictures. I'm your host, Paul Booth. Sorry, that sounded so robotic. Didn't mean to do that. Hey, it's time to talk movies, art, life, everything good, bad, ugly, in between. Today, we continue our coverage of the Blue Ocean Film Festival that took place in St. Petersburg, which I guess is part of Tampa, Florida. Pardon me, I got D's in geography. Um, I was too busy paying attention to what actors won the Oscar and what year to care about sciences. Go figure. And we're lucky that our new co-executive producer, Miss Bonnie Fields, also does uh, travel reporting for us, like our travel reporter for Arizona, Mr. Terry Gates, uh, Miss Erin Murphy, who covers Seattle, and I'm fortunate to cover LA, Orange County, San Diego, uh, Vancouver, and so I'm just mentioning this so you guys know as Talking Pictures listeners that we bring you festivals from all over. Uh, We try to find new filmmakers, uh, students, obviously indies, Um, you know, you don't have to have two Oscars to come on here. It's all good. We're just celebrating film, the arts, and all of that. Most of all, it's about the people. That's the best part of this show. So I was really happy when we had wrapped New Orleans, a festival in Hollywood, and one in Vancouver. And Bonnie contacted me and said, hey, there's this festival going on down here in Florida, um, where some of our team is uh, based, uh, a couple of, three of our producers. Um, and our sound guy. And she said, I'd really like to go to this. And so we reached out to them and they were gracious enough to extend uh, a badge for uh, Bonnie and our other executive producer, Joe Restrano. And in the last film, we, we got to discuss, in the last episode, we got to discuss the Leonardo DiCaprio documentary and some of the exhibits. If you go to the uh, website, www.blueoceanfilmfestival.org. <sighs> Give me a second here. I am sounding way too much like a record that was recorded for you. So let me do a take two. I needed some tea in me. I think that's what the problem was. So we're talking the Blue Ocean Film Festival. And Bonnie Fields is going to be calling in any second now. So I wanted to take this time, all due respect to the festival, to say, if you have a chance, catch the movie Almost Christmas. I do have an agenda to telling you to watch that new movie with Daniel Glover, Omar Epps, Gabrielle Union, a fantastic family comedy. The production designer was Wynn Thomas, who is best known for Malcolm X, Do the Right Thing, he Got Game, Inside Man, eight films with Mr. Spike Lee, two films with Ron Howard, including the Best Picture winner, Beautiful Mind. He also did Cinderella Man. He did Wag the Dog. We won't get into that in this political month. Uh, so Mr. Thomas will be joining us on the 15th. I know that's two weeks away, but you need to mark your calendars because we're going to have a guy who... I I am not going to name drop who he's worked for, 
but I can mention those films. Um, and, in, and in just a moment, I'll introduce Bonnie. I can mention his films. You can look them up. But we have a no name dropping policy here. So for the 15th, the production designer, Mr. Wynn Thomas, 11 a.m. Pacific time, Malcolm X, do the right thing, wag the dog, a beautiful mind. So right now, if you want to see his work in theaters, great family Christmas comedy called Almost Christmas, Daniel Glover, Omar Epps, Gabrielle Union, tons of laughs great afternoon movie date by yourself or with your family with that now we are going to continue the blue ocean film festival coverage welcome bonnie hi how are you i'm fantastic i'm on air doing talking pictures great great how, how are you well i re- i'm doing great and i'm so glad to cover some more information on this uh blue festival that was in st petersburg uh, last month, it was just a wonderful uh, film festival. So so what's next? I'd let the audience know to go and check out how we discussed that uh, DiCaprio documentary, and we discussed some of the exhibits. So uh, what's on the agenda for today? Well, I saw a very interesting film um, called, <clears throat> it was connected with the, called the, actually called River Blue. And it was really, it was a documentary that looks, it looks uh, on the dark, to be what's covered on the dark side of the fashion industry. And I found it very interesting because it looks at how the gene industry has been destroying rivers um, all over the world, especially in China. And uh, this impact of the gene manufacturing on the river's uh, problems have been great because um, it's it's overwhelming because of the fabric um, dyes that are used in the textile industry. It has really caused a lot of pollution to the water. And they were making reference to being about 930 gallons of water it takes to make one pair of jeans in China. Isn't that incredible? Wow. Oh my gosh! So it's very, very wild. destructive. The, yeah, the documentary was just really, really uh, informative and, and negative, but great as far as informing people of what's going on. Um, and and this goes into the rivers and and pollutes the water where people drink and bathe and use to cook with, and it's become a real global issue. So I found this particular documentary to be um, extremely interesting and extremely informative. Uh, it took these people quite a long time to make this because they went to many different rivers. But China was the worst because that's where they make the most jeans. And they talked about companies like Wrangler, you know, that makes all those jeans. And actually the color of the water is almost representative of the kind of gene that was popular that particular year. Um so oh my it, gosh! That made is, yellow. Oh, that's that's probably one of the most amazing so, things I've ever heard. Yeah. So I thought it was a very interesting. I would highly recommend anybody, everybody, and anybody to go see this particular, uh, watch this documentary because it was, it was extremely informative and uh, interesting. And what was that title again? Um, it was called uh, "River Blue." River Blue. Okay, everybody, look mm-hmm. that up. River Blue. Go to imdb.com because 
that sounds like one that's going to make the festival rounds. Of course, as we explained in the first part, the Blue Ocean Film Festival had exhibits and was a nature, environmental. There was other stuff, not just films. Uh, but some of these films you hear about and you never know where they're going to end up. We cover festivals all over the country and we're blessed to do that. So I love uh, to see a film continue on. So thank you for bringing that one up. You always find the good goods, Bonnie. So I know what you have to say next is going to be good. Well, you know, the way I see it, um, the pollution of our waters is, is the most important issue of our time because that water, if we don't have good water, we're in trouble. We, we don't have good water to drink or to use to bathe or to eat or anything. It's it's really bad. Now, they did a whole block of films on Florida, which I found to be very, very interesting. Uh, there was, Incidentally, there were 90 films done uh, from 24 countries shown at this film festival. So it really covered a little bit of everything. Um, I was particularly interested in some of the Florida films. They showed um, one about saving the Everglades and how a preservative and how it's being destroyed. And um, they also uh, talked about the manatees, the history of the manatees and how they're being, so many of them are being destroyed and they're becoming endangered and how the, you know, the boat, of course, the boat motors affect them and then, they want, don't want people to touch them when they're diving, and people continue to do this. And uh, they've become uh, on the endangered species list uh, from time to time because people just don't respect them. Um, but the other big movie that I saw regarding Florida was called Big Sugar. And uh, it talked about Lake Okeechobee and how the level of Lake Okeechobee is going down because of all the sugar pollution and, and things that go into that water from the sugar industry and how that's being so negative uh, to, that, to that particular lake and surrounding areas. And nothing is really being, unfortunately, nothing is really being done to protect that or to change that. And uh, I found that to be uh, quite an informative uh, film to see. Well, do you have a do you have a film besides the one about jeans that kind of really gave you a like wow, you know, like when that film just kind of doesn't have to be it's not about the quality or the editing or the it's just something like my gosh, had I been somewhere else I wouldn't have heard this information. Well, that was a really big one to me, the jeans. I mean, everybody was talking about that. And it was also one about plastics um going into the water, how, you know, how destructive plastics are when they enter uh, the water, the oceans, and how they destroy the animals. The animals eat them, and they, they find plastic inside of sharks and fish that have eaten them and kills them or gets them, gets, causes them to have diseases. And uh, it affects the whole way that our water system is the whole balance in the whole uh, oceans. And so that's really the whole, the gist of the whole film festival was to try to discuss the problems of the imbalance and how all these waters are being coming polluted and certain fish are becoming extinct and the fact that um, pretty soon we're not going to have a good water supply if something isn't done. So that's basically 
the gist of the whole film festival, and all the films kind of went to that area. There were films on sharks. There were films on oysters. There were films on, uh, like I said, the clothing industry, the textile industry, plastics. Uh, also, there were also some interesting films on different sports in the water. I found a film very interesting that covered kite surfing, and um, a lady had an actual kite surfing uh, instrument on the stage when she spoke in the Q&A after. And the very interesting sport to watch and, and uh, the dangers of it, and, and but also the beauty of it and the thrill of it. So uh, that was another area. Some of the sports movies were also very interesting in covering some of those areas. Oh, well, you know, it's, it's so many things that you're explaining. It makes it makes Florida sound like Hawaii, just obviously Atlantic, Gulf of Mexico, you know, the ocean's the ocean, the world's the world. But I always find it not funny, but it's ironic. I think everyone's guilty of it at some point in their life. I mean, I didn't start thinking this way until about two years ago of just that, what is it, 90, 75 or 80% of the planet is water, and yeah. it's, the thing, it's the thing that we take the least care of, or, you know, I always get so, oh, I live in Southern California, and I get so mad when I see beer bottles floating in the water, or or after Memorial Day, there's Coors Light, bo- those cardboard boxes are floating in the water, and I just think, you know, how can you you know, and then I go up to Vancouver, Canada, and the water is like, it's so clean. It's like, it feels like you could take a bath in it as if there was no showers. Like, it was just so weird. And, and to really see that up there, how they're, they're taking care of their water, they're take, you can drink tap water, you can, or you have to purify it. But I mean, it's, they don't have people uh, falling over from diseases like in California. And it's, it's so odd to be in Hawaii and see the Pacific Ocean be so blue that you can see through it 30 feet deep. And then you come to California and you don't know if the water's two feet deep or 50. And then you go to Canada and you just see right through the water like you're looking through a, a window. And it just amazes me what we're doing to that many different parts of the ocean. And then all this stuff you're saying about rivers in China and and we're discussing oceans here. We're not even talking about rivers and lakes and creeks and, you know, all the other That's places right. in the world. So this sounded well, like a, these, um, Go ahead. No, all of these big industries, you know, they just don't have any respect for the water. And that's this film festival is trying to bring all that out because eventually we're not going to have any clean water. Eventually it's going to end up in Hawaii is going to start to have problems too if we don't take some action and do something about it. So, um, oh, yes. these films are very important to be shown and as many people as possible should try to see these films because they really are an eye opener as to what's really going on with all, especially the clothing industry. I had no idea that it was that bad. You're making me feel bad that I'm wearing jeans right now. So, well, that's one of the things that was brought up in the Q and a at the, at the movie because everybody wears jeans or most people wear jeans. And you think how, how, what kind of pollution it took to make those pair of jeans. And they're just not doing anything to correct it, you know, not enough anyway. So, um, okay, yeah. I the mean, same with the plastics, the same situation with the plastics and, and the other pollution that goes on from the sugar industry again. 
throwing all the all the, the lousy stuff into the lakes and things that all the pollution that it causes um it's just all bad i i don't and nothing's being not really nothing's being done they're trying to enact some new laws but i just don't know what's going to happen if the laws are really going to become effective uh yeah or it, it, I, I think i think some of that is going to be like uh i don't know uh it's like that old saying when it's too late or you get it when it's gone right. or you know because I, I i think it really is a um because just uh the last couple of years i lived in hawaii is when there really started to be a lot of um a lot more activism because more corporations were coming there and then the gmo thing happened and and i saw a photo an aerial photo off the west side of Kauai that i i don't know how this film didn't make it to a film like this blue ocean festival but um it was how gmo was affecting water and it showed probably about 500 yards by about 300 yards of just black from the from the seeds they were spraying chemicals on. The ocean was as blue as the sky, and then it was just all that runoff chemical. And it's right next door to an elementary school and a hospital where oh. babies are born. Oh, that's terrible. That's yeah, terrible. and it's just that and people also- are making... Go ahead. No, that's all. I was just going to oh, say, yeah. and I, the I, oil I, spills are also another big an area. Another, yeah. they had a, a number of movies about the oil spills and and all the pollution oh. that's caused, and that that's not going to stop anytime soon. Uh, they try to correct it after it's done, but once the damage is done, and the animals are already, uh, the water's polluted, and the animals are already dying, uh, it's it's very hard to reverse that, and it takes a long time to reverse that. Oh yeah, it's you know, I I think it's like it, you have to do something and you have to be, you have to have a cause and you have to try to make it better. But it, it reminds me of this George Carlin bit where he says, you know, the Earth has survived meteors and earthquakes and typhoons and the melting of ice caps and civilizations that he said that what do we think putting plastic bottles in a separate bag is going to do? And I don't think it was funny to say, don't do something, but I was saying it was, I think sometimes we have to find what we can do and then also realize that we're just this tiny part of a big picture and work within that, you know, and like do our work and then also know that we're living in a time where you don't appreciate these bad things but kind of, you know, find that way to work with the world you're in. I guess I'm trying to say that lesson we, when you have to learn you can do your best, but you can't exactly change the entire world. That's right. That's and right. I think so many, I'm not being preachy because I'm only 37, but I, th- this is just stuff that I learned through a film I made for veterans that I learned. I thought, hey, I can't solve the VA system, but what I can do is tell my friend's story and try to help some veteran. So we're thankful for this festival and these shows. Um, and, uh, you know, to any, any time this show can also can, can be entertainment, but help a cause or serve a cause, you know, that's what makes me happy. That's actually one of the reasons why I began this show. And I'm so thankful that we have the team we have that brings this to fruition each time. So 
with that, I just want to say thank you to the to the Blue Ocean Film Festival, and I'll leave it up to Bonnie if you have any closing words. Well, yes, and they're gonna ha- they have this film festival in St. Petersburg, Florida, every other year. Hopefully, they'll continue doing it if they have you know a good turnout and people will present films that which they have been doing a great job. And every other year, it's in Monaco. So they really are trying to reach across the world to people to show these issues that we have with our water supply and how how delicate and precious it is to keep it clean so that our lives are you know go along in a positive direction without getting sick from the, from the polluted waters. So I really oh, yeah. enjoyed this festival and I look forward to going to it again and covering more films for this and um it was a great experience. Well, we're 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 again we're thankful to the Blue Ocean Festival and it was it was great of them to to have you guys out and yes, we definitely as a show we always hope to be able to cover a festival again or form a relationship with the festival, support them. Uh you know, we don't see festivals or film as a competition, so uh, sometimes you'll hear us mention multiple festivals on a show, and that's because, you know, we want to support festivals and films and filmmakers and, you know, the show. It, it, the, this won't grow if we just talk about one festival and not another. So um, we appreciate the time. As always, we appreciate our listeners, and uh, thank you for joining us today, Bonnie. Well, thank you very much. It was a very great festival, and I, I hope to attend it again next time it's in the area. Excellent. Thank you, and I'll talk to you in a little bit. Thank you very much. All right. Mm-hmm. Aloha. Bye-bye. Always a pleasure to have uh, Bonnie join us. Um, she's a, a, a new team member a uh, couple of months now, and we've been going for two years. She's made some really great, fantastic changes and connections and contributions to the show it's just been a real pleasure so you know my motto whether you're listening to this in morning afternoon evening whatever other time of day it exists wherever you are make sure and watch a good movie today aloha but most of all peace